This is Late Night Health. This is the radio show that cares about the most important part of your life, your health. During the next hour, we're going to take a look at a number of issues that affect each and every one of us. We're going to talk about sitting in front of your computer for hours and hours on end and how to unbend, stretch, and unwind with our friend Marianne Ryan, a physical therapist in New York City. We'll wrap up today's show by talking with Robert Clancy about motivation. And we're going to begin with a frontline health worker. He is a medically trained doctor. His name is Dr. Jaime Salas Rushford, and uh, he is on our phone from New York City right now. Doctor, welcome to Late Night Health. Thank you for having me here. You spent March in Puerto Rico working with those who were affected with COVID-19. You're back in Manhattan, and uh, actually, I guess, one of the uh, uh, boroughs of New York. Which one? Uh, I was uh, actually I, I part of the medical corps volunteers for medical doctors here in the city since back in the day when I trained in the city. So I was assigned through their you know organization to Coney Island Hospital in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, okay, gotcha. Uh, is that near the famous Coney Island? Yeah, it's the famous Coney Island, the one known beautiful Coney the, Island next the to the water. Got it. Um, hot dogs and uh, roller coasters. Um, um, maybe two months ago. Now everything is quiet down and, and kind of shut down. So, but yes, still there. Got it. They'll it will reopen at one point, won't it? I'm, I'm looking forward. I want I want to go to Nathan's and get the French fries. Ah, yes. Oh, I love the hot dogs. Let is there any difference from Puerto Rico to? New York City in terms of how COVID-19 is being handled and the response? Uh, well, first of all, New York is resilient, but the biggest difference is the volume. The sheer volume of patients here in the city was kind of manageable. When I got assigned to the hospital and they put an extra tent to take care of the overflow in Coney Island Hospital, it took the whole parking lot. So it's just a sheer number of how you deal with so many patients with the sickness and try to do the best medicine with the most most time efficient, you know, be most uh, time efficient, and obviously not sacrificing quality of care. But again, it was it was unreal the amount of patients that were walking in in and out. Puerto Rico, it was solely to come in. The only issue in Puerto Rico, testing is very lagging behind even until now. So they did a stay at home order to the point that if you went out, they will fine you $5,000 so you get arrested, which people actually got arrested in Puerto Rico. You left your home for an unapproved reason. But the lack of testing has made it very hard in Puerto Rico to try to figure out where they stand. And so we don't know where they are now. It's, they say they have maybe, I think it was 1,100 or 1,400 cases, but that's, you know, that's, that's unheard of. There's actually talks on the, on the radio that the funeral homes are packed with people, you know, sadly enough, that have passed away from respiratory conditions, yet they're not categorized as COVID because, one, they're not doing the tests for that, and second, uh, you know, there's no, there are not that many tests. There was a big issue in Puerto Rico about some test buying, and at the end of the day, they couldn't get the, the tests needed to, to test the amount of people they need to, to make the, you know, the appropriate science and scientifically based decisions. 
we also have that problem here. I understand that only like 1.6% of the American population has been tested at this time. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's small. It, it, we need more tests. We need more tests, and also we need to, uh, you know, spread the word to people, uh, you know, to spread the word to the, to the population that they must assume that everybody has it. So now you cannot test it. They need to identify symptoms and treat it early. What we found in Coney Island is that the sooner people realize they have symptoms and the sooner they get treated, the better prognosis they had when they came to uh, seek medical advice. One of the things that I saw early this morning was that they keep coming up with more and more symptoms. Sore throat is one that they hadn't, and I can't remember any of the others. Uh, they keep finding more and more symptoms of COVID-19? Well, it, it, they, the symptoms just didn't appear. Like, I've been seeing for the last four weeks that I was in that hospital just through the sheer volume. We had diarrhea, GI symptoms, sore throat, migraines, people that never had asthma, had asthma now. So now I think the CDC is, is getting all the input from all the, people, all the doctors in, in the states, and now they're seeing the trend and other symptoms. But those symptoms were already there. The thing is that, you know, everybody got very concentrated on fever, dry cough, and, and just, just flu-like symptoms. But all those were there. We were seeing it. And one of the biggest things that we're seeing is that the disease is associated with microemboli or little thrombi in the blood vessels that is creating a lot of havoc and it's making it very difficult for us to treat patients. So now we're understanding more because we have more volume to, to see in a matter of speaking. Uh, your your uh, specialty, your practice is regenerative and functional medicine. How does that fit in to fighting COVID-19? Well, my biggest focus in the practice is by treating athletes and helping them achieve better performance. It's preventive care through internal medicine and primary care, too, through nutrition. So when all this started, I started sending emails to my patients on what they could do to actually fight the disease. Like, we know there's no cure, right? But the only thing or the only entity that, that treats the disease is our immune system. How we can prepare our body for what's to come. Until we find a cure or find a vaccine or find something to treat it, we have to put our body in the best available shape to try to fight the disease when it comes. Because we need to assume that everybody at one point in time is going to get infected with the condition until we can find a vaccine for this. One of the things that we've been talking about here on the show is boosting your immune system for COVID-19. They're uh, saying um, vitamin C, zinc, vitamin D. You have another one, AHCC. Tell us about that. So I've been telling patients, what do I do, right? I, I'm a vegetarian. I, I'm a marathon runner. I keep healthy. But also you need to supplement yourself with different ingredients and supplements. Uh, one of the things that people ask me is, what do you take this full HCC? So HCC is, is an extract for mushrooms that actually helps decrease inflammation. Uh, it, it works like a very potent vitamin C, you want to look at that way, right? So it has a lot of, uh, a, a, lot, a, a big function on regulating, modulating how your immune system reacts to a condition or a disease. And the most widely uh, studied is for the flu. So even though this is not the typical flu, there are many cells in the immune system that fight viruses, either flu, COVID, or whatever it is, are the same cells. So this HCC actually manages uh, to 
modulate or organize the immune system in a coherent way to actually counteract those pathogens in a more efficient manner. And that's one of the things that I've been taking for a long time. Also, uh, I do a lot of running, so I, I get a lot of chronic inflammation, which also helps me decrease my inflammation. That, together with something called oligonol, and I take my probiotics, actually round me up so I can actually perform better and you know, keep as healthy as I can, given all this. Are you running right now? I mean, do you have the time to run? I find always my time to run and exercise. You know, first I need to take care of my body and me before I can take care of others. Because, you know, as much I, I, I put in 14, 16 hour work days as a volunteer, I need to find a way to get my nutrition in, my supplements in, and at least, you know, going up and down the stairs. I, I, I'm staying in an apartment from, from a patient and she was kind enough to give me the apartment so I could, I can provide my services in New York State, in New York City. Uh, and there's 10 floors, so I go up and down the stairs like it was a run. So I now I'm doing like stair running, I'm calling it, so I can continue social distancing, not bother anybody, and continue with my healthy exercise. And what about outside? Are you running outside or not? I did run a few times outside. I, I, I finally got a cloth mask, which is easier to breathe out outside, so I stay in the edge of the road as to not uh, you know, bump into anybody else. And I found other people that are running outside you know, it, as long as we keep social distancing, we need to get, to keep active. We cannot, you know, sequester. Doctor, we're going to take it. We we need to take a uh, break right now, and I'm hoping you're not on a 50-story apartment. We're going to take a break and time out. When we come back, we'll continue with our guest, Doctor Jaime Salas uh, Salas Rushford, uh, here on Late Night Health. Don't go away as we continue. If you're listening to Late Night Health right now, you're part of the growing target of baby boomers we're serving. Hi, I'm Daryl Wayne, producer of Late Night Health, inviting you to join the Late Night Health family. If you have any business targeting the growing boomer market, Late Night Health is the ideal advertising vehicle for you. From vitamins to insurance, alternative health to Western-style medicine, Late Night Health caters to the growing population of those over 40 years old. This vibrant demographic has expendable income to fight aging, purchase travel, take care of aging parents, or just have fun. Find out about the advertising opportunities with Late Night Health. Call us at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308 or email us at info at latenighthealth.com. That's info at latenighthealth.com. Join Late Night Health as we empower people to take charge of their own health care. Call now at 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back, too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know. You 
don't have a problem. But trust me, call right here now for a free hearing exam. A $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call right here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthere.com. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves i'm the reverend al green and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne and i said wayne insane you can find it on amazon or blackstone audio search for the latest from the greatest from daryl wayne d-a-r-r-e-l-l-w-a-y-n-e hello this is weird al yankovic and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne aren't you Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. You can visit us at facebook.com slash late night health radio. You can listen to us all over the place. Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more. iHeart. It goes on and on. So if you like podcasts, you can find us wherever fine podcasts are featured. Our guest is Dr. Jaime Salas Rushford. Uh, he is a regenerative and functional medicine specialist, but he is volunteering up to 14 hours a day in New York City, helping people with COVID-19. Uh, I, I'm curious, uh, doctor, you have a family, children? I don't have children. I do I, I have a, a girlfriend, so she's been very uh, supportive. My mom and dad have been amazingly supportive. My mom actually got sick, what we think it was with COVID. So I spent a week and a half to two, almost two weeks with her day, day in the day out to help her get through it so she didn't have to be hospitalized. So, you know, thank God she's healthy now. And my dad is 80, so he's healthy too. Oh, uh, my. But, uh, everybody has been from patients to staff to family has been very supportive too. So I can take the time to do all this. The reason I ask is because, you know, my mom would have said to me, let somebody else do it. You know, well, stay, I, stay I went safe. to Haiti for the earthquake back in, 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 in uh, you know, a few years ago. I also mm-hmm. volunteered for the hurricanes in Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, I studied medicine. Yes, it, you know, it, there's there's risks, but I just study a profession that it's good to get back for what everything was given to me. And also the city, I trained in the city, and for me it's a second home, meaning New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, call, I call it my second home. You know, the least I can do is come and help my people here, both the Puerto Ricans, the Latinos, and also New Yorkers who gave me my knowledge, gave me my training, and actually helped me become the physician I am. So it, it, it's, it's, it's what has to be done. So there we go, and it gets done, you know? Right. Uh, let's talk about some of the other things that are going on within COVID-19. If somebody has COVID-19, we have a shortage of uh, respirators right now, ventilators. 
Uh, what's your we're, thought we're, on that? We're actually we're being more cautious of who we put on ventilators than before. So we're using better laboratory values and and studies to try to categorize uh, risk of patients. And we, we're using something called BiPAP, which is a non-invasive respirator. It's a mask in your face, put to a ventil uh, to a respirator machine. So. Uh, we're trying to be cautious on who to put on a ventilator, and also we're trying to be more aggressively informing people that when you get symptoms, come in, get treated, so they don't develop a more a more chronic, acute, intense disease as days, days go by. People at first didn't know, so they were waiting up to a week with fevers and chills, dehydration, to come and seek medical help. Now, hopefully, people are getting you know more information as to when to come in and when to call the doctor, and the logistics of all this is, is being better now. Uh, are ventilators working or is it a last resort? It's a last resort. Uh, well, the BiPAP machine, which is like this non-invasive, more benign ventilator, for lack of a better term, it's actually working a lot of people to give them enough pressure of air so they can keep breathing. And again, we need to rely on our own immune system and give all the support we can, and we're being more efficient at that at helping people get support clinically with symptoms so they can come up with, from this BiPAP or supportive respiratory uh, machine. Uh, you know, I've never had an issue where I couldn't have a ventilator for a patient. I did have issues where other things were less available, like dialysis machines and regular stuff or regular, uh, you know, uh, treatments that I usually have access to. Because mm -hmm. we had so many COVID patients, the other services were not as readily available as I needed them. So, as you know, when I tell people that maybe COVID doesn't affect you, but if your mom had a heart attack, then I'm 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 visiting with COVID patients, and then your mom, I cannot treat the heart attack. So everybody needs to be cautious, you know, self-aware that even if people are not sick from COVID, they can get sick and they need medical attention. So we need doctors to treat them. So this affects everybody. Uh, we should mention that if you have questions for Dr. Uh, Salas uh, Rushford, uh, you can uh, talk to him nightly, I guess, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Instagram, right, at FitBodyMD. I try to do like a little live, live uh, Instagram show just to get information of what I learned and what my experiences are. Uh, to give my patients and the public in general a connection with a healthcare professional so they can feel free to ask doubts, try to, you know, dissuade misinformation and get real information in, and also feel uh, disunity, right? Now we're so isolated that the next part is mental health. We need to be, we need to stay connected somehow, and mental health is becoming the biggest issue right now in this post-COVID intensity time. I know that personally, I, uh, I've gone out very little over the last, what is it, Daryl, seven weeks that I've, we've been apart? Something like that. Right? I mean, uh, my wife probably wants to kick me out of the house by this time. We're, we, we spend so much time together. Uh, and so the mental... Gee, if she kicks you out of there and I kick you out of here, <laughs> I think you're in trouble. I'm dead. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Um, and you know, Carol, she would do it. So I guess <laughs> um, I think a lot of people are going stir crazy. It's cabin fever. What would you recommend, yeah. doctor? 
One of, one of the biggest things, I keep hearing how we're going to reopen the United States and reopening because of the economy. I think one of the, just reopening the U.S. in a very efficient and intelligent and responsible manner is also for mental health reasons. You know, you need to have people, we're social animals, we're social people, we, we gather, we, we communicate. So, you know, this, this whole reopening has to be done also in a very strategic way as to provide people the peace of mind that they're with other people. You know, being in New York in a, in a 20 by 20 apartment for a month, you know, you go, you go, go crazy. It doesn't matter how mentally stable you are. So oh, this goes far beyond the economy and, 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 and built into the medical theme of having mental sanity and mental hygiene. So in our remaining couple of moments, let's talk about a few things again that people can do to boost their body. You know, be mentally aware, take care of yourself mentally, take care of yourself physically, and supplement. Uh, we have the AHCC you've mentioned. Are there other uh, supplements that you recommend as well? So I'm going to tell you what I take. I take AHCC. I take mm-hmm. something called oligonol, which is uh, it's another extract that actually helps build your circulation. I take bifidobacteria, which is a probiotic. I take vitamin D. I take my multivitamin. Uh, and I do take uh, another supplement, a B supplement that I, every so often I inject my B12. So that is basically my core that I take right now. Vitamin C I used to take and sink. The only thing it's been very hard to find and studies taking, you know, a combination from HEC and this thing oligonol can actually uh, give you the same or better benefits than vitamin C. Uh, so now it's a matter of like, what can you have access to and whatever you decide to take, you just make sure you're consistent. Vitamins and supplements are things that you start taking and you continue taking over time. You don't really stop and even you get better or the flu season just, you know, stops. So this, right. is like a, this, this should be considered a chronic or an ongoing supplementation and vitamin ingestion from now on. And we do know that vitamin D is a, there's a, a an epidemic of people with low vitamin D levels in the United States. So it's, it's, this might be a good time to, to, to get your levels checked. If you, if you can do it safely on the lab and also the higher the vitamin C level is, it becomes immunoprotective. So it works to boost your immune system. If if it's high enough and you achieve high enough levels of blood and and vitamin D. And uh, I, I'm remembering that AHCC is a, uh, uh, it's from Japan, isn't it? It's a Japanese mushroom. It's not a regular it brown is. mushroom that you could find in, in the market. It's not a regular mushroom, and it's also the way it's done. It, 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 the, 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 the physics or the, actually the, you know, the scientific part of it, how it, it's produced and, and made into a powder to be able to be ingested, that's the best part of it because it creates little molecules and that can work better on your immune system and actually can work better in your body so not only the muscles, doctor the doctor will you come back sometime after this is all over we'll talk about regenerative medicine i'm mark gallon along with the insane daryl wayne we got to move we'll be back in just a couple of moments
There's a lot of talk all over the internet about the remarkable benefits of carbon-60, and baby boomers are especially excited about it. Greska's carbon-60 is the premium carbon-60, developed by an aerospace and NASA scientist. 95% of Greska's customers report positive results from this Nobel Prize-winning technology in just four days. Imagine more energy, better health, and more vitality. It's very bioavailable to quickly mend toxin-crippled cells. This is a super-powerful antioxidant. Bob Greska is so confident that you'll love his carbon-60, he wants to send you a bottle at 50% off the regular price to see how life-changing this will be for you. Call 720-600-6040. That's 720-600-6040. Visit c-60.com to learn more. Call 720-600-6040 now or visit c-60.com. 